Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I also pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Kenny. I come to you today with a word that God gave me in my heart. It's a, it's a scripture that I think you would have heard because it's something that we heard a lot when we were much younger. Um, it's it's one of those uh, Bible studies that you would have heard as a kid uh, if you were anywhere near a ministry or near a church, uh, regardless of the denomination, you would have heard of the story of the rich man and Lazarus. There's just a few things that the Spirit of God highlighted in my spirit a few about two weeks ago um, that I feel led to bring to us. So the reading is from the book of Luke chapter 16. It's a bit of a lengthy read. It's from verse 19 to 31. So Luke 16, 19 to 31. I'm going to read quickly, and I'm reading from, from the KJV, the King James Version. He says, and Jesus was telling this story. He says, there was a certain man, a certain rich man, who was clothed in purple and fine linen, and he fed sumptuously every day. And there was a beggar named Lazarus who was laid at his gate full of sores that Lazarus was full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table moreover the dogs came and licked his sores that's Lazarus's sores and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angel into Abraham's bosom the rich man also died and was buried and in hell the rich man lifted up his eyes being in torment and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom, in Abraham's bosom, that is. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may deep the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things. And Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And besides, between us there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, and neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. And then he said, I pray thee, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren. He said, I have five brethren. We'll come back to this that he may testify unto those brethren, that they may not come to this place of torment. Abraham said unto the rich man, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they hear or be persuaded from one who rose from the dead. There's a title of this message is called, Ku 
is at your gate. The story begins that Jesus tells a parable. You know, if you notice the parables of Jesus, Jesus will always say, there's a certain rich man. There's a certain man that was going from Jerusalem to Jericho. There's a certain man that was on his way to this and that. But interestingly, in this parable, Jesus specifically mentioned the name of the poor man. He named him Lazarus. I was wondering, why would Jesus all of a sudden pick a name for his parable? Because usually it's nameless. Usually it's a certain man, a certain this, a certain that. But in this story, Jesus specifically mentions the name Lazarus. I'm coming to you to tell you about two kinds of individuals, two kinds of people, two kinds of dispensations. Now, before we go and feel as if, oh, this rich man went to hell because of his riches, I want to just clarify something. When Abraham spoke to him, he told him that you were comforted and this man was not comforted. The man did not go to Hades because of his riches. He went to Hades because he did not share. The Bible says, and, and the Amplified put it this way, that the poor man was dropped at his gate. He said that Lazarus was carelessly dropped down and left in an utterly destitute state at the gate of the rich man. Now, the Bible also says in the next verse that Lazarus was crying and hoping that he could get the crumbs that fell off the rich man's table. That means Lazarus, where he was at the gate, could see the table of the rich man. That means Lazarus could actually figure out what kind of food the rich man was eating. If he couldn't see, there was no way he would hunger for the crumbs. But you see, the point about this story is not so much about Lazarus and him being in poverty or being in lack. It's more so about the rich man and having somebody at his gate. Now you see, a gate, spiritually speaking, is a place where decisions are made. A gate is a place of authority, is a place where people come and decisions are made and answers to prayers or answers to situations. If you look at the Old Testament, whenever they talk about the gate of a city, the elders always sit at the gate of a city. That's where they discuss. That's the seat of power. So, so to speak, Lazarus decided, you know what? I know where I'm going to get an answer from. I'm going to go to the gate of this rich man's place. I'm going to go to the gate. You see, for a long time in my growth in Christianity, I thought the rich man was just a rich unbeliever. I thought this guy was a sinner. But lately, I've, the Holy Ghost has begun to show me that it's actually a type of the church. Now, why do I say it was a type of the church? Remember when I said that the rich man asked Father Abraham, I have five brethren. Could he go back and tell my five brethren? And if you know the number five, there are fivefold ministries in the body of Christ. The fivefold, so to speak, pillars or tacticians as you were in the spirit concerning the body of Christ. Five brethren. That word brethren is the Greek word adelphos, which means from the same womb, which means connected by the same connective tissue. It's a type of the church. It's an organism. It means I have five people that are connected to me intimately that are like me and that word five tells us that it's a type of the church so essentially what is happening here in the parable jesus is sharing with us is that these individuals were so to speak members of a church the question is who is at your gate lazarus was at the gate of the church so to speak lazarus came for answers 
Lazarus came for judgment. Lazarus came for deliverance, but he was kept at the gate. The word of God says that even the dogs came and licked up his sores. Now, if you remember the story of Jesus and the Syrophoenician woman, I think it's Matthew 16. And Jesus said the Syrophoenician woman whose, whose daughter was, was, was afflicted by a demon. Jesus told him, told her, I cannot take the food and give it to the dogs. Jesus referenced or referred to that lady as a dog. The, the, the language of the time where that if you are not in the body of, of, of Yeshua, if you are not an Israeli, if you are not from Israel, you are technically a dog. So when this story talks about the dogs came to lick up the sores, the dogs refers to people that are outside of the faith. Yes, it might look like a derogatory term, but that's not the intention. The intention is to capture that even people that may not know Jesus knew there was something wrong. That's why the dogs came and licked the wounds of Lazarus. They did not lick the wounds in order to afflict more injury. They licked the wounds in order to at least provide him some comfort. Now, have you noticed that sometimes people that don't know Jesus seem to be also very kind? Have you noticed that some of the people that may have blessed you in your life, or maybe you are even one of them, maybe you don't know Jesus yet, but you have a kind heart. But you see, the problem with the sores that Lazarus had is not the kind of sore that could be could be fixed by the lick of a dog or by the or, or by kind words. It's a kind of sores that desires judgment. It's a kind of sores that desires deliverance. It's a kind of sore that says, "I've been wounded. I'm bleeding. I'm, I have a gaping wound." So for me, the scripture talks about. What do we do to those that have been wounded in our midst? Do we walk past the gate ignoring them? Do we show our love towards them? Do we extend the hand of Christ to them? You've heard it a lot of times said that the church, the body of Christ, we are the hands and the feet of Jesus. Do we extend it to them? Now, I'm careful in what I share because I've, I've been around a little bit hearing about the kingdom of God and seeing the churches and how they've moved. And I thank God for the prosperity of ministries. But my question is, have we extended it to the beggar at the gate? Have we extended it to our brethren? I'll leave you with one more word. The word of God says in the book of Matthew 27, verse 37 and verse 40, they was talking about G, it was talking about the king that said, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and we give you something to drink? The king said to them, truly, I tell you, whenever you do this for one of the least of thy brethren and sisters of mine, you do it for me. Whenever you do it for the least of these. So my question to you, my brother and my sister, who is at your gate? Extend the hand of fellowship to who's at your gate. Reach out. Spread your resources, exhaust yourself for the person at your gate because there's a reward in heaven. God bless you. I want this word to encourage you. Let it encourage you to reach out in missions. Go out of your way to be a blessing. God bless you. Remember, there's somebody at your gate that you can bless. God bless you. Friend, this message is for you and for me those that God has called into his body, his church. 
The gate is a place of authority where decisions are made. And we learn that the rich man is a type of the church. And the five brethren represented the fivefold ministries. Lazarus is at the gate of your church. Lazarus came for deliverance. Lazarus came for help. Lazarus has souls that needs the touch of the church of Jesus Christ. His church is his hands and his faith. Are you doing your path? Are you extending God's love to those at the gates? If you are doing so, the Lord reward you abundantly. If you're not, this is a challenge to start. Time is short. Do it now so that many can enjoy the benefits of the kingdom of God. Friend, if you've not been born again, I call you now to repent of your sins. Turn around. Give your life to Jesus. Let's stop playing church, but commit our heart to the Lord. God wants you to rend your heart and not your garment because the time is short. And I want to lead you in prayer. As you pray with your heart, God will answer you automatically. Declare after me a minute in your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I repent of my sins. I repent for playing church and religion. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to cleanse me. I declare with my mouth that you died for my sins. I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. And from this day, I give you my heart and all that I have. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll send you some literature to support you as you contact us. And we're happy to also pray with you for any concerns that you have. Until next time, this is Evangel Joe. God bless and bye for now. Amen. You have been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you would like more information, please contact us at 587-377-7745 or info at spreadthewordnow.org. You can also find us online at spreadthewordnow.org. Thanks for listening. God bless.